Welcome to the GH Podcast. I'm Ali Asghar Bhutwala, the Media and Outreach Associate here at Gateway House. Today, we have our Director and Co-Founder, Ambassador Neelam Deo, who will be speaking to us on the last presidential debate. This is a continuation of our weekly podcast on the US elections. So Neelam, was the last presidential debate better than the first presidential debate? <coughs> so this debate turned out to be much more substantive. Many issues could be taken up and many positions were taken by the two candidates. Still, it is important uh, not to exaggerate the importance of the debate on the actual uh, voter choice. One third of the electorate had already voted. That is 47 million people have already gone in for early voting or mail-in voting. And after the debate, in the polls that are taken immediately, uh, Biden apparently uh, won about, with about 53% people suggesting that he had won the debate and about 39 to 40% suggesting that Trump had won. Now, it might appear that a lot more people thought Biden had won, but this is also roughly the gap between the support that the two uh, candidates have in many of the polls. Uh, In fact, if anything, Trump got a 1% bump in his support while uh, uh, Biden stayed at roughly the level he had been at earlier among undecided voters now. Of the most important issues that were discussed was the handling of coronavirus. So while Trump uh, took the position that he has done very well, his administration has handled it as best it could, but there's no question that uh, Biden got the better of that by continually reminding the viewers that more than 200,000 Americans had died. And that was a really uh, telling uh, statistic, Uh, even if it is true that in many countries, the governments have not been able to do very well but it remains the fact that most countries somehow seem to feel that the United States should have done better. And then, of course, President Trump always uh, spoils his case a little by uh, talking about how he got coronavirus, but he recovered so quickly. He told the doctors what drug to give him. That somehow uh, reduces the uh, impact of any position that he wants to take because Biden could always come back and say, not only do they have a plan to address the pandemic, but they also intend to listen to the science rather than to try and make it up all on their own. The other thing that was quite important in this debate was all the ad hominem attacks that President Trump made on former Vice President Biden's son. Uh, Now, there were a couple of... uh, reports in the press, particularly the New York Post, uh, which carried an article uh, in which the former business partner of the son, Hunter Biden, that is, claimed that the father, that is to say, Vice President Joe Biden, was somehow associated with the efforts of his son and the business partner to have some kind of a business uh, proposition in China. That proposition actually never worked out. 
uh, and uh, nobody really believes that the vice president was involved in this particular enterprise. But nevertheless, uh, it is important and lots of people noted that President Biden did not attack the children of uh, President Trump, who uh, it is well known have received, made a lot of money uh, in China, who had earlier paid taxes in China and uh, in other places, including in India, and uh, whose daughter Ivanka Trump has received a lot of patents in China to sell her uh, products. Uh, but this was, uh, you know, uh, uh, the unpleasant uh, of it in terms of the attacks on uh, Vice President Biden's family. A very important theme covered in today's debate was national security, specifically Russia. We all are aware that the Trump administration has imposed sanctions on Russia. Do you think a Biden administration will follow the same Russia policy? You know, if anything, the democratic and a democratic administration, if it comes in, will be even more harsh. That is because they believe that Trump won the presidency only because of all the disinformation that Russia spread about the democratic challenger, Hillary Clinton. Uh, they also believe strongly that uh, Trump would not have won uh, otherwise. Um, also, the Democrats had played a role in the uprising in Ukraine. And that is among the reasons why sanctions have been imposed on Russia by both the European Union and the United States. So uh, certainly a democratic uh, administration would be even harsher on Russia. This may not necessarily be wise, considering that they want to continue to uh, pursue a policy against China, which would contain China, which would force China to comply with international practices, because the West really needs uh, Russia if it uh, intends to contain China. In fact, it needs the opposite policy of what Nixon and Kissinger had followed, where they took the assistance of China to take on the USSR, the, the predecessor of uh, Russia. And uh, certainly from the Indian point of view, better relations between the West and Russia is in our interest, since Russia remains the, uh, the majority provider of our weapon systems. And we have always had a warm, close, and very productive relationship with Russia. There was also focus on North Korea. Whose strategy has worked better in dealing with North Korea, the Democrats or the Republicans? You know, uh, here actually, uh, the only position is that North Korea will not, it cannot give up its nuclear weapons. They see it as their only defense against regime change, against, uh, you know, overturning the uh, the Kim family's now almost 60 years of rule over North Korea. The North Koreans have seen what happened to both Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi, who in their efforts to have Western sanctions removed, actually uh, made a lot of concessions on their nuclear programs. Uh, and they saw that both were overturned by uh, Western uh, action. So. North Korea, like Iran, 
has managed to absorb the most extraordinary sanctions put on it by the United Nations, by the Europeans, and most of all, by the Americans. A little bit like Iran, uh, neither will give up their nuclear programs. So while it is a fact that Trump continually claims that North Korea was on the verge of a war, uh, we don't know that. But certainly uh, to Trump's credit, it has to be said that he has not started a new war anywhere in the world. And if anything, he is withdrawing from the wars that the United States has been engaged in. Now, there's a lot of argument on the way he is withdrawing from Afghanistan and Iraq, whether uh, just announcing, reducing the number of US NATO soldiers who are, will remain there is the best way. But it is a fact that he has been withdrawing from wars that the American administration had been engaged in for decades in this region. Another important theme discussed in the debate was climate change. And both candidates, Vice President Joe Biden and President Donald Trump, have a complete different view on the Paris Agreement and the environment. How will this pan out for the next administration? So I think that if President Trump is re-elected, his administration will continue to act to remove all those regulations which have contributed to an improvement in the environment in the United States, on the auto industry, on the fossil fuel industry, on manufacturing in the US. On the other hand, Biden made it clear that if he won the presidency, his administration hopes to rejoin the Paris Agreement, even though the one-year notice there has expired. And technically, the United States is now out of the Paris Accords. But he uh, has said, of course, two important things. One is that by rejoining the Paris Accords, he would make sure that China fulfilled its international commitments. Now, that's a weak position to take when they are engaged in this great power rivalry. China will do whatever it thinks is in its own interest. The other uh, uh, position that uh, Biden took was that while he is not against fracking, especially in Pennsylvania, uh, he is in favor of a phase out of fossil fuels over time because he has a green energy plan which will generate millions of jobs for Americans. Now, this position, if and uh, Trump already sort of shouted out during the debate to Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin to say that, you know, he's going to cut off on all the fossil fuel industries, especially fracking that go on and provide jobs in those states. Uh, and this might hurt uh, Biden and the Democrats in the uh, election uh, itself. But that is the position he has taken. That is a position which uh, we in India would not like very much because we have no choice but to use our fossil fuel resources, which consists largely of coal. Uh, even though uh, in many ways, India has been a net positive contributor by exceeding the commitments 
on alternate energy that we made to Paris. Lastly, Donald Trump said, quote, look at China, how filthy it is. Look at Russia, look at India. It is filthy, the air is filthy, unquote. Ambassador Dio, does South Block need to pay attention to this? You know, uh, this is another of uh, President Trump's throwaway lines. Uh, our media has already jacked it up. Uh, I think we should pay attention uh, to this, but I don't think necessarily that it is something for South Block, that it somehow impacts negatively on the India-US strategic and defense cooperation. But we should pay attention to the fact that air in many uh, metropolitan cities in India is filthy. You look at Delhi just now, where the burning of stubble in Punjab has again taken pollution up to dangerous levels in the city. And, uh, and we should pay attention to this for our own sake, for the sake of our own environment. But as I said, you know, America always uh, acts as if it has no responsibility. The Americans are 4% of the global population and they contribute more than 25% of carbon emissions. So they do have a duty to be much more, acting much more to reduce carbon emissions. In India, we have a large population and are still among the lowest emitters, but we are doing quite well in terms of increasing the proportion of alternate energy, wind and solar in our energy mix, but we will remain dependent on fossil fuels, particularly coal, at least for some more time. Thank you, Neelam. Thank you, Ali. Listen to our previous podcasts on SoundCloud and they are also available on our website, gatewayhouse.in.